0: Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE.
1: Jay Delsing joining us. Jay, how are you doing this morning, sir? I am doing
2: great, guys. How about you? Doing wonderful.
0: We are doing great, Jay. Happy Friday. Good to hear your voice. We're going to talk golf in just a second, but before we dive into golf, I want to ask you about your beloved St. Louis Blues starting off the season 2-0. and oh, They're about to take the on the Edmonton Oilers two of the next three games. How are you feeling about the Blues season so far, Jay?
2: Oh, my gosh. I, I'm such a huge fan. Um, I, I'm, I'm excited about the season. It's always interesting to watch other uh, athletes kind of get cranked up and, and, and kind of start trying to understand what's what the year's going to look like, what the team around them is going to look like. Because, you know, in our modern-day sports, you guys, it's all about salary caps. It's all about who we can afford. You know, we develop a lot of great players. and then Can we keep Robert Thomas? Can we keep Jordan Cairo? You know, can we keep Ryan O'Ryan and, and Vladdy? And, man, I, I just am amazed at what these guys can do with a puck around the net Alexa, and and it's all on ice. You know, don't forget it's all on ice. It's it's amazing. I'm I'm just tremendous fans of him. I'm a huge Craig Berube guy. I love uh, the way that he's so transparent with his players. You know exactly where you stand. And man, I I don't know Alexa. My brother and I are long time suffering Blues fans. And when we won the cup in 2019, I mean it was one of the best days of our lives. Check out
1: Golf with Jay Delsing on Sundays on 101 ESPN. If you have any golf questions while we're on with Jay, text into the Air Comfort Service text line at 65780. Uh, Jay, I was reading a story about a golfer named Shane Lowry, PGA golfer, who who broke his putter and decided to drive an hour away for a replacement for $229. Now, I have a two-part question for you. A, have you ever broken a putter? And B, how far away are you willing to drive to go get it? I guess a three-part question. How hard do you have? C, how hard do you have to be hitting the ball to actually break a putter?
2: Oh, carry, carry, carry! <laughs> oh my gosh, where do we start with this question? Have I broken a putter? Uh, yeah. And was it by hitting a putt? No. There it you was go. over my knee. It was up against <laughs> the tree. I'll tell you, I'll tell you, I probably shouldn't tell you this, but I, I was, I was representing Country Club St. Albans. We had a wonderful relationship. Joe went the members out there, terrific people. I was out practicing one day and I was struggling with my putter, really struggling. Um, and I hit a shot in on, on, uh, remember specifically the 12 holes, the short par three, I hit it in about four feet. And I just hit the worst putt. It lipped out, and I just had it. And behind the back of this screen is this rock wall. This is kind of a certifiable thing, you guys, so I'll probably get some emails and calls over this. But <laughs> I a kind of a little tribal scream threw this putter, two-handed as hard as I could, into this rock wall. And then I look around, and I'm like, well, thank God nobody's around here. No, you know, no one's watching me. Cause I don't. So I walk over, and I look at this putter, you guys, and it hit relatively flat. So the face and the hand, everything is bent completely out of shape. So I took this putter and broke it in half and then threw it on top of the wall. So I threw it up about 30 feet up into the woods up there, and I, I grip back into the cart, and I'm going to the next hole, and I'm thinking, wait a minute. I get out of the cart, roll back up there, climb the wall, get up there, find the putter, I take the putter and I break it into seven pieces mm. and oh I find a well up there and throw all seven pieces <laughs> in the well and put a rock that I can barely lift on top of this hole. So I can't ever putt with this thing again. So yeah, I'm a nutbag. I, I, I have I have broke if if you told me I there was some place you know, within probably a five-hour radius that I could, that would guarantee me making putts, you know, I would probably go over there and get it. And and the other thing is Shane Lowry wasn't paying for anything. Yeah, You know, Shane Lowry's won the Open Championship $229, which, you know, the drop in the bucket for him, but he's not paying for anything. I don't, I don't under, I didn't read that story. I, I'm sorry that I missed it, but yeah, man, I my putters can can take to the air at times, and they can get dragged on a cart path from now and now and again. And yeah, I am um, I've been known to be mean to a club now and <laughs> then.
1: They said he did drive himself though to go make, to pick up the replacement. So uh, he may, it may not have been his money, but it was indeed his time.
2: <laughs> yeah, so he he definitely had something about this. But you know what, you guys, there's superstition, and then there's feel, and there's and so. For a guy that's won at such a high level, um, you know he's probably got something crazy in his mind that this brand of putter and a style of putter and it's put together by a certain group of people so it has a different feel to it, all that stuff means a lot to, to tour players. So driving doesn't surprise me. Breaking it, I'd love to know how he broke it. I mean he, <laughs> he may or may not tell the right story, but it, it, it's, it's, we, we get nuts, you know we, we get pretty, pretty goofy.
0: Jay, if you don't know golf, you could maybe assess your behavior as being a little crazy, but for those of us that know golf, you seem pretty normal. On the scale of, of <laughs> Phil Mickelson to, to normal, you're, you're definitely trending more on the normal side because the stuff that's coming out of Phil Mickelson's mouth and, and what he is now wearing on his hand, that might even be the more bizarre part of the story. But let's start with him saying that Live Golf is trending upwards and he sees that the PGA Tour is trending downwards and he loves the side that he's on. Obviously, several players have come <laughs> out in response to what he said. What did you think about out when you heard phil say that
2: well i mean first of all alexa there's so much to unpack there he's in saudi arabia right so he, you know he's sleeping with one eye open because he has said <laughs> some terrible things about these guys over there publicly and it's and it's got out now he's trying to walk that back and say he's actually said in fact alexa that he's never had that he never had that interview with Alan Shipnuck. Now there's a book out over this interview. There's quotes and everything, and we know, we know, at least I know from talking to Alan, that is definitely a thing that happened. And in terms of, you know, he's he's he, it's probably the biggest public cover your ass I've ever seen in my life, where he's trying to, you know, placate these guys because of the the other things he said. In terms of the the tour. Trending downward and live trending up. I mean, I talked to Peter Jacobson this week, you guys, and he gave me the perfect analogy of what live golf is like. Live golf is like the Harlem Globetrotters. They've got lots of talent, but the outcome is is already determined. It doesn't mean anything, and it's really kind of true. I mean, you're going to make a lot of money, and that's one thing we can't we can't refute. But winning a live event. What what does that do for you? Hey, Jay, I mean, in terms of, I don't know, man. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm lost at that. I'm sorry.
0: Well, they'll they'll definitely not last as long as the Harlem Globetrotters, <laughs> I'll tell you that much. That's where they differ.
2: Yeah, exactly.
1: Jay, exactly. we got a couple of questions from the text line. Um, it says, Jay, we have an opportunity, a bucket list opportunity, uh, to play me, myself and my two sons at the TBC Scottsdale Stadium course. We're all a little bit nervous. What can we
2: expect? Oh my gosh, it's one of my favorite venues. I was just, um, I actually made a hole in one on the 16th hole out there, you guys, wow. back wow. in the day. Probably before you were born, Alexis. <laughs> really irritating. But anyway, it was super fun because people were throwing beer on you, and they were, you know, they we were standing on the tee, and I heard a guy say, I was standing on the tee getting ready to hit, and I heard a guy say to his friend, because this was before we had the four level bleachers built up. So, well, there were just a, up on the hillside, and I heard a guy got on the tee, and I heard a guy say, "Who the hell is this guy?" And his friend said, "I have no idea." And I heard him say, "I'll bet you five bucks he misses the green." And I made this next shot, and I turned around, and I had no idea who it was, but I was like, "Yeah, how about that, man? I know you don't know who I was, but I just made it. I hit the green, and you lost five bucks." So. The, the, the TPC at Scottsdale is a is a it's a really really fun golf course. You you um, they've cleaned out most of the desert areas, so you're not gonna. It's not a typical desert course where it can be super super penalizing when you hit it off the fairway. But for the most part, you're gonna love the uh, uh, the setting out there and get, getting to play a, a golf course. I tell my friends, if you can go play a tour golf course where you can then go watch it on TV, you guys and compare, oh my gosh, I played that hole. And I didn't play it anything like, you know, Jordan Spieth playing it or, or Ricky Fowler's playing it. So it's really kind of fun.
1: Jay, another question is, how do I pick my putter? I'm 6'2", 300-plus pounds.
2: Yeah, great question. You need to get fit for You need to be fitted for your putter because it's all about how long your arms are, how long your, long your legs are, and how far. You don't want to be bent over too much. You want to... When you're putting, man, you need to be as relaxed as you can. Your muscles need to be as soft as possible. And so you definitely need to get fitted for your putter. And that is not a hard thing to do, nor an expensive thing to do. My, my buddies at Pro-Am Golf, they do it all the time. So call the guys at Pro-Am Golf. Alexa, can we talk briefly just about Mickelson's tattoo on his left? Floor? Oh my gosh! Please,
0: because what he said about Live and the PGA Tour isn't the craziest thing that he did. This, you know, recently, it was this henna tattoo. He tried to get his own logo on his hand. It looks insane.
2: Oh my gosh! It looks like across again. You're not going to know this reference at all, uh, Alexa. But it looks like a Rockam Sockam robot. Back in the day, my brother and I had these little this little toy or or. King Kong. It looks like King sure Kong. It looks kind of like a gorilla that's gone bad and um <laughs> thank god it's not permanent.
0: Could you imagine <laughs> if it was permanent though? He would have to carry I mean, that shame around with him for the rest of his life. You play golf, should. you don't can not I mean you, you wear gloves, but then you're at the podium, you're not still going to hang on to your glove. I mean, I guess if you have Michael a tattoo Jackson, like that you might as well <laughs>
2: Michael Jackson wore a glove. You never know. Phil's taking stuff into the seriously deep end of the weird. So there's nothing I put past him right now. I, I don't know what he's I don't know what he's got going on. He's not playing very well either. So he's got to He's got to step up something here. You
1: can check out golf with Jay Delsing Sundays at on 101 ESPN from 9 to 10 a.m. Jay, who do you have as a guest this weekend?
2: Guys, we did our first live remote from Wild Crush on Sunday, so we, we just had a bunch of people you know, that were at at the bar, and um, and just Danny Mack was kind enough to go produce that, so I said, Danny, what am I doing talking in a microphone, and you're producing? <laughs> <laughs> we've got one of the best announcers of all time trying to coach us through this. He was, guys, it's funny because, again, I, if you listen to the show, I really don't know what I'm doing. We're just telling golf stories and kind of life stories, and... And we were sitting at a table, we didn't have any paper there. Danny's give, coaching me, and we had a, a a bowl that someone had brought some food over for us. He turned this this paper bowl upside down and was writing notes to me on the bowl and i I, I someone at the time said, "What's up with the bowl?" And I said, "Nothing. We just don't this is how we do the show. We don't have any paper so Danny's passing notes to me and telling me what to say on this bowl, trying to help me out. <laughs>
1: Jay, I do have to say that patio wild crush that was that was absolutely incredible. That was a great little event you put on. That was a lot of fun.
2: I appreciate you coming, Rocky. Yep, thank you guys. Um, yep, it was it was a fun event.
1: Jay, thank you so much for joining us. And we do still have to get to this golf course. You, myself, Randy, uh, and we got to take care of some business. So so we need to set up a time when all three of us all all three of us in the studio and yourself have have availability so we can get to it.
2: I'm ready. Hey, Alexa, you can play on my team. You and I will take these three <laughs> knuckleheads on to see what happens.
0: Can I drive the beer cart? Because that's basically my level of golf.
2: Alexa, and I want to say I love the stuff you're doing. I'm a girl dad. I think it's fantastic. I, you're so knowledgeable and, and just keep rocking it. It's, it really sounds great.
0: Thanks, Jay. I appreciate that. Thank you, Jay. Have a great day, guys.
3: Hi, this is Chris Howard, host of Plugged In with Chris Howard.